Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show yeah man boy god has been good to me man i can't really count it all you can't either you know it's all in perspective you really can't count all that god has done for you if you look at every little thing it's unbelievable the things he's done for us how many times, you know, we, we got through something without even talking to him about it. He just, he just blessed us with it. How many? You know, it's just, it's, it's so much that the fact that you wake up in the morning, the fact that you still have a place to stay, the fact that you know, may be struggling out here, but guess what? You, you still going to work. You, you know, you living check to check, but, but you're making it all. You got all the plates spinning, you know. It's hard. You got a lot of plates spinning, but you keep them up there somehow. Every now and then, one break, but he put two more back up there that look a little bit better, and you got to get to spending them. So it all works. Um, and then you got a lot of people who uh, just can't seem to mentally put it together as to, uh, you know, why their life isn't in the position that they want it to be. We talk about this oftentimes, but I want to try another angle with you today. You know, maybe it's you. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's no external force that's at fault like you keep making the excuse to be. You know, so many people I hear, well, if this hadn't have done this, if he hadn't have done that, if she hadn't have done that, I would have been further along. I wasted all my time, my years with this man, and he did this, and I could have been here, and I could have been there. And this woman, she did this to me, and if she hadn't have done that, I could have been here and I could have been there. 
maybe it's you. Maybe it's not really that external force that you keep making it out to be. See, I've done this to myself before. Once again, I'm talking to you about something I know about. I've done this to myself before. I've had the reason I wasn't where I wanted to be. I had it figured out as some external force. I had worked it out in my mind. Clearly, it wasn't me. Because if so-and-so or this hadn't happened and if they hadn't done this, I would have been further along up the road. That's what I was saying. But hold on, hold on, man. Boy, I learned a valuable lesson, man. See, if you don't ever let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. If you don't ever let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. I was listening to Bishop T.D. Jakes one day, and I heard him say, you can't drive your car if you're going to keep looking in the rearview mirror. You go outside and try that. Try to drive your car, but keep your eye in the rearview mirror. All you're looking at is where you've been. All you're looking at in that rearview mirror is where you passed or should have passed, something you should have moved on from. All you're doing is looking in that rearview mirror at what happened back there. If you don't stop looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash your car over and over and over again. Or you got to slow it down so bad in order for you to keep looking in that rearview mirror. If you don't learn to let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go forward because you keep reviewing the past. The past is the past. And I know it's hard. Man, I watched a show and this lady said, well, I just can't ever forgive them for that. Well, guess what? Guess what? God may have already forgiven that person. That person may be extremely remorseful, could have gone to God and gotten forgiveness for it years ago. But you, you sit here and you keep hanging on to the back. I can't ever forgive that. Mm -mm. Then I heard Bishop Jakes come on the show one time and say something that really, really struck home. You keep drinking the poison waiting on your enemy to die. (laughs) He said that. I just shook my head and went, wow. You drinking the poison waiting on your enemy to die. Revenge is poison to you. You know, if, if, if hatred is poison to you, unforgivingness, when you won't forgive a person, that person could be going on with their life, made the right with God, don't know how you feeling, they skipping through life. Now, you make adjustments every time you see them, and it takes energy, man. It takes so much energy to hate. It takes so much energy not to forgive. To a, that ain't come in the room, you got to avoid them, stay over here. Um, oh, here they come now. You got to make a situation over here. They come into the house. It's family reunion. Uh Oh, here they come. Where they going to be in the basement? I'm going up here on the third floor. I want to go out here and get some barbecue. She out there at the barbecue stand. Oh, Lord, I don't want no barbecue. I just eat this potato salad. People, man, take themselves all out of position trying to make adjustments when if you, it would simplify your life. 
if you would let just let it go. Maybe you ain't where you need to be because of them external forces altogether. Maybe you're not where you need to be because of you. Because you won't let it go. You won't move forward. Look at this, ladies. Let's say you've been in a situation with a man. For years, it didn't work out for whatever the reason. It just didn't work out. I got I got what you say he did. I got what he did. I got he, uh, I, all of that, yada, yada, yada. When you get through, did not God get you through it? Did not he allow you to survive it? I got you got some cuts on you. I got you been a little bit bruised. But did he not get you through it? So now that he's freed you from it, now he done went on, he got a whole nother family over there somewhere. He Now, now he trying to make it right because maybe he learned the mistake he made and now he trying to be a better man. He just trying to get it right now. But you sitting there holding on to it. You drinking the poison waiting on your enemy to die. So now instead of you enjoying the blessing of finally being free from a situation that was not healthy for you, you create an even more unhealthy situation in your mind by hating, by having revengeful thoughts, by hoping he fall on his face. Maybe you even doing something to the other situation to make sure they struggle. Oh, man, you drinking poison, waiting on your enemy to die. Maybe you ain't where you ought to be in life, not because of your external forces, but maybe it's you. If you don't let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. You can't keep driving your car looking in the rearview mirror. Come on, man. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now listen, I don't know what you had planned today, but let me give you a strong suggestion. Plan to have a great day today. Put it in your mindset that today is going to be a great day. Now, if some problems or some situations beset you, that has no reason to stop it from being a great day because God is in the problem-solving situation beset business. You dig? So whatever befalls you today, your relationship with God will cover it. And you know how I know? Because it's covered every other situation you've been in. So why not make today a great day? Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry. Beset me, Lord, beset me. <laughs> Good morning, Steve. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody here this morning. Uh, Houston is swamped under the weather, but somehow King of Prankston managed to fight through and find a way to do it. <laughs> I'm here, Uncle Steve. I'm here. I'm on a shoestring. I'm on a shoestring, but I'm here, partner. Got some Junior duct tape. is stomped, stuck in Houston. Yeah. Carla is stuck. No power, mm-hmm. no water. So we pulling for him. Yeah. And Steve, let, let's go ahead and say this now at the top. According to the National Weather Service, over 150 million people are all under some kind of winter, winter weather advisory. This is all due to extreme cold, the snow, the ice throughout the country. The storm left at least five million homes and businesses without electricity. And the icy roads led to uh, pileups on the highways around the country. So we are praying uh, for all those affected by the winter storm and just telling everyone to be safe. And Tommy promises he's going to get his generator this year. We I'm that getting this generator. Year. No, 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 not well, this year. Friday. 
Well, we're right. Right. I'm, 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 I'm tired of gambling, man. Okay, I'm, well, I'm how done. is he talking, though? Tell us, Tommy, what, what happened? I'm at somebody else's house. I'm at somebody. I, I can't stand it, I, but I'm at somebody else's house. My frat brother said, come on, I came on. So me and my family are. So your frat brother we, got a radio station in his house? Who is your frat brother? <laughs> Tell me knows some powerful this people. This is my ride or die, baby. This is Mark Boudreaux right here, babe. Uh-huh. And um, well, I brought my little, my little, you know, I got my little radio portable box, and it's working. Hooked it up at his house. That took an hour and a half, but we finally got it together. You know, black people trying to hook up electronics, it, it is not good. We don't know what we <laughs> Try do. Try it now. We, we, we don't know what we do. But we we got it hooked up. We've been, actually... we been up all, we've been up, but let's see, what time is it? It's five something here. We've been up since about three o'clock this morning trying to get it on. It and actually We got it on at the last though. second. Yeah, it sounds good though. So we good, we good, we good. But let me tell you, the, what, the roads really are bad. I drove mm-hmm. them. You know what they always say, they always say when you go when you go over a bridge, that's bad. But you mm-hmm. know what? When you go under, that's just as bad. It's mm-hmm. slippery, man. Yeah. It's slippery. Your car can turn out and you think you And then there's people that be flying like, why? what, what hurry your ass in? Why are you <laughs> flying by everybody? Man, that makes right. no sense to me. Because yeah. people so, yeah. in the South who don't get snow, that's they don't right. realize that you man. have to drive differently in the snow. They think mm-hmm. if they hit their brakes, they think their ass going to stop. You but can flip your car. All right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to do Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, with Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, the CLO, as the nephew calls him. You ready, sir? I know Let's you go. are. All right. Lakeisha in Hampton, Virginia says, I'm in my late 20s and my best friend and I bought a home together. Her boyfriend moved to our city a month ago and he's been staying with us. She said it would only be for a week, but he's still here. He's chipped in financially and that's all fine and good, but I don't want his money and I don't want him to get comfortable here. I told my best friend he's got to go and she said it's her home too and it's okay for him to stay another month if he needs to how can i get him to leave asap please advise well i don't think you can because you all own the home equally you have no agreement that you can't have guests overnight guests you have nothing in place that says how long you should have guests so i don't see how you can make him leave um on another note right who you buys a house it. with their best friend? This is, what right, is the this hell? normal? Yeah, you, this is why you don't do things like this. Man, this is <laughs> probably the, the biggest purchase of your life, and you do yeah. it not with your fiancé, not with your husband, but with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And all yeah, y'all want to have other lives. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can, right, I don't know how you can get them leave. And her best friend, CLO, is correct. It's her house, too. So. Right, that's the deal. So yeah, how do you make somebody do? Right, it's my house and I live here. So you're not <laughs> going to be able to get him to leave until they're ready for him to go, and he might stay forever. All right, uh, Felicia. Start walking sh- around naked, though. I'm just telling you, start walking around naked. It helps. 
<laughs> Felicia in Charlotte says, my husband and I have been married for eight years and he recently got an SUV with cameras in the headrest for our four and six year old to watch movies when they take road trips. Yesterday he drove me to get coffee and as soon as he cranked up and plugged in his phone, I heard sex sounds coming from the TV. God! Yes, he started fumbling to turn it off and he turned bright red. He said it must be a glitch in the entertainment system. I think he had a woman back there watching porn. Am I jumping to conclusions? Stupid. Oh. God. Wait a minute, but you said it was connected to his phone. Yeah, he plugged it. Yeah, as soon as he cranked up the car and plugged in his phone, she heard the sound. Well, I mean, that's Bluetooth, I think. Uh-huh. I don't know if it has uh-huh. anything to do with him having a woman back there watching porn. No. I'm thinking he's got porn on his phone, and the Bluetooth oh. picked it up and ran it through the system. I mean, you know, because unless you have that stuff downloaded in your car somewhere, I don't see how that can be. It's the Bluetooth is what comes into play to me. I mean, this is is terrible because what if the kids were with them? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I know that. But I mean, the the whole thing is suppose this was was a video on it. Right, exactly. See, I don't know. I don't. She's a little slow. Well, let, let me talking help you about on was he sitting in the back seat watching porn with another woman? With another woman. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. He could be there back there watching it by himself, or I, I mean, it didn't have to be. Shut but up, to Tommy. get on the headsets, to get on the headsets in the car, it has to come from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So if he was fumbling with his phone, it was the Bluetooth on his phone. All right. So there you have it, man. What's my name? What's my name? Anastasia in Seattle says, we're moving on. (laughs) I'm a 30-year-old married woman, and I love my husband, but I fantasize about his handsome brother. He's 40 with a six-pack, a carved-out back, and muscular thighs. And when my husband and I are intimate, I'm imagining myself in his brother's big old chocolate arms. I've even mumbled his brother's name under my breath once during sex. I watch his workout videos online and I get all tingly. This all started a few weeks ago. Do you think it's just a phase or should I seek counseling? Please help me. What do you want us to do? Is it just a phase or do I need counseling? You need to quit wanting your brother's, your your husband's brother. lusty. You know, hell, stop watching his damn videos. You, yes. You're setting yourself up. Quit calling his damn name. You know, that ain't your husband. How about that? What do you want? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. This is something you can control for sure. You're right. All right, Paula in Boston. We're moving on. Paula in Boston says, I'm 71 and I'm... I, I am back on the dating scene. I've been a widow for 25 years. and I was say that casual- again, Shirley. Okay, she's 71. Her name is Paula. She's out of Boston. 71, she's back on the dating scene. She's been a widow for 25 years, and she was casually dating a younger man for the past two years. She said we had sex a few times, and he stopped calling me. All I'm attracted to are younger men between the ages of 50 and 60, and getting one is not a problem. I don't want to be just a fling for these men. How can I prevent that from happening? That's a younger man, 2050 and 60. Why don't you stop being a fling? Mm. <laughs> you a fling because you allow it. You allow yourself to get flung. Mm-hmm. 
your 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 body or your relations or whatever you want to call them at 71 comes with a price. What is this? You have every right. To, you're too old for this. What you talking about how you? You've been screwing a dude for two years. And then he stopped calling you. Well, what you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Y'all wasn't in a relationship. Wasn't nobody defined anything. I don't care how old you get. If you can't define the relationship you're in, you probably ain't in one. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. seventy though, though. She ain't got about fifteen years left. I, I mean, you got to at least have some fun. I mean, I mean, that was profound. Say that again, because people what need I to said? hear what you just. Oh, what he said. No, what not what you said. <laughs> what the CLO said before we run out of time. <laughs> so, come on, come on, CLO. All I said was, if you can't define the relationship you're uh-huh. in, it's probably because you ain't in one. There you go. All right, coming up and next. And what I said is if you 70, you ain't got but 15 years left, go and get it in. <laughs> Run that prank back with the nephew right, <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Ms. Ann will be here with our national news and an update on the winter storms across the country. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Your child support is late. Okay, it's late. Your child support is late. Let's go. Hello? Hello, my sweetheart. Call. Yeah, what's up? What was this? Just Preston, man. Uh, me and uh, me, me and your, your ex, man. Me and we uh, we've been kicking it for the last three months. I'm, I'm, I'm. Man, I'm I don't a, care about you and me. We not together. Me and we not together. So. Why you calling me? Okay, yeah, no, that's cool right there. I understand all that. You calling me to tell me that y'all together or something? What you, I don't care about what you and do. Me and not together. I don't, I don't give a damn about what you do. Okay, you, okay, no, 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 play. I understand that. What I was calling you about was, you know, you kind of behind, like two, three months on the, on the child support, man. And I told I was gonna handle this. What? Well, I told her I was going to handle the situation, you know, so. No, nah, I don't need you to handle nothing. You don't need okay, to be well, worried about, about how many months I'm behind. Who the hell telling you all this anyway? When, when, when can we expect another payment is what I'm asking you. First of all, don't you ever call my phone with that. You understand me? Don't call my phone, man, because I'm talking about my I daughter, man. I ain't trying to I ain't trying to handle no situation. I don't need you on my back, and I don't need on my back about no damn child support because I do for my daughter, man. So don't call my phone with that okay? Okay, well, let me, let me ask you, is you working right now? Man, you, man, say, listen here, what, 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 what's your name, Preston? Preston? Yeah, Preston, but I'm saying is you working right now? Preston, I, I do whatever it takes to take care of my daughter, man. So don't you worry about my, my job security and what I'm doing. Okay, well, okay. can I just come, why not just come by there whenever you get paid next time so I can pick up you know, the, the child. Man, you don't need to come by nowhere. I tell you what, yeah, person, you bring your around. You come, I'm going to give you directions right now. You bring your phone over here. Because I want, I want to see your calling my damn phone, talking about my damn daughter. Hey, man, we're looking out for the well-being of the baby, man. That's what we look What you for. think I've been doing ever since she came in this world? That's what I've been doing ever since she got here. Been looking out for her well-being. And some come just getting a picture. You want to tell me about my daughter well-being? Why, why, why is you three months behind then, man? Matter of fact, I do everything I can for my daughter. 
So for you to sit up here and call me talking about I'm three months behind, I don't even keep up with that. I send money when I can. I do for my daughter. I do for my daughter before I do for myself. So if I ain't got it to send, that means I ain't got it at all. But give me a second and I'll go get it. But don't be calling me about my daughter, man, talking about I'm three months behind. Okay, well, look here. First of all, I ain't, you know, I ain't working right now. So we really need you to go on and get the money over. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't working, but I'm out here hustling. You calling me about some money? But you over there laying over Both of y'all need to get off y'all and do what the hell I'm doing. That's what I can't understand. It's two of you, but it's one of me. And you want to come to me with that? Man, I told I was going to handle this situation by being behind on this, you know, this little old child support situation. That's all I'm saying. I need you to go on and give me a date, man, on when we can expect a payment. Okay, I'm giving you a date right now. Bring your over here right now and come pick up the payment. I got it for you right now. You just tell me what kind of car you drive so I know. Because I don't, I don't want to bust the wrong that pull up in my driveway by mistake. I do everything for my daughter. My daughter don't have no wants or no needs. I put shoes on her feet, clothes on her back, food in her stomach. I do everything for her. I don't need you at all. My daughter don't need you at all. I pick her up from school every day and take her to her grandmother's house. So oh, yeah, I don't hey, want to uh, hear about no two or three months behind because she ain't with us. I can see if I went two or three months and she with us. Okay, that's, listen, man, that's, oh, that's another thing uh, with me and the other talked about. We're not going to need you to be taking her from the school no more. I'm going to be getting her from the school when she man, get out. Man, you done lost your I wish I would have kept your up in my daughter's school. You ain't picking up my daughter, man. I don't even know who the hell you are. I told you my name is Preston, man. Man, I don't I'm give Preston. a about no Preston. You not, I'm telling you what, man. I don't want you nowhere near my daughter. That I'm going to talk right now because I don't want you nowhere near my daughter, man. You understand me? I don't want you nowhere near my daughter, man. If I catch man. you near my daughter, I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to let my daughter know. If I, if she me, me, me and together, me and and the baby is getting along fine, man. All I'm saying is we just need you to send hey, the hey, money, man. You, hey, you and y'all, I'm glad y'all doing good because she a anyway. But don't put my daughter in the middle of this, man. Man, I'm just happen to be in between jobs. That's all, man. Well, you need to get off your and look in between your cheeks and go find you something. Find you a manhood sitting up there probably on the couch eating up all the Pop-Tarts and I've only had two of them Pop-Tarts, man. That's all. You ain't supposed to be having none of them because I bought that for my daughter, man. And I don't appreciate you eating none of that shit over there. You need to get off your and feed yourself like I do. I feed myself and my daughter and probably still. Let me say this here, man. I just want to talk to you about our child, man. Our child? That ain't your child. That's my child. I'm, I'm taking the you responsibility. You ain't got nothing to do with her, you ain't got, hey, say, man, don't you ever say that, man. Don't you ever say that to me, man. That is not our child, man. That's my child. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Put your ear to this phone real close, man. I'm listening, about my I'm daughter, listening. I'm listening. I'm trying to handle hey, hey, this hey, like hey, me, and that's what hey, I'm trying to do. You ain't been here the whole time. You trying to walk up in here and talk about our, I'm her daddy, man. I'm just trying to be a good stepfather, man, and get the, the child support. Stepfather, y'all got to get married first. You ain't no man. Say, man, say, look, look, I'm going to talk to and handle this. I, I guarantee you. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 You don't talk to no more. You understand what I'm saying? You talk to me. You're dealing with me. I told I was going to handle this. Now, you're going to make me mad now. Like I done told you, now, you don't talk no more. I talk to whenever I want to. We got a child together. You just got in the piss. Don't you call 
no more. You, you don't talk to Campbell. You talk to me from now on. You talk to Preston. I'm going to talk to and I'm going to have this dealt with. Trust me. Hey, man, let me tell you something. You don't call man. You deal with me. Do you understand what I'm telling now, I'm, you? I'm not dealing with you with a thing. You hear me? The only thing I'm going to deal with you is my foot up your that's hey, how man. I'm going to deal hey, with man. you. Look here, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. I don't want to hear nothing else you got to say, play. I done heard everything you had to say. Let me tell you something, man. You want a job, we hiring right now. I'll put you in, with the man in charge. I'll get you a job. Nobody want to work with you, man. I don't like your attitude. You need to work with somebody because you ain't working with nobody right now. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening? Man, say what the hell you got to say, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Man, I don't give a damn... Say, man, I don't care who the you are. No, I don't, don't play about my daughter, man. No, it's nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin Kendrick, man. Oh, oh man. I'm going to kill this. <laughs> you all right? Oh, no, man, because I don't play about my daughter like that, man. I don't... <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, crazy. Entertainment news and our national news update with Miss Ann right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, rapper Lil Uzi Vert uh, went viral uh, recently after he posted a picture on Instagram of a $24 million pink diamond that's implanted into his forehead. You guys have all seen the pictures. It's a huge million diamond. Yeah, $24 million. It's a huge diamond. It juts out of his forehead. And of course, it's going to be the topic of conversation. But he hasn't spoken about it until recently on his IGTV video. He explained how he spent the past few years paying off the diamond, so he put it on layaway, I guess you could say, paying off the diamond, and now he came to the and how he came to the decision to put it into his forehead. He said, and these are his words, I'ma be real. So I'm picking out a diamond and we were going to put it in a ring, but I'ma be honest, I'm little oozy. I'm turned up. So $24 million on a ring is the stupidest idea because I'm going to look down and that ring ain't going to be there. I know me. I wake up in odd places and different sceneries. What? So since he don't... Scenario. Now, this stupid right here, man. <laughs> no, see, that's, that's why he got that. The, the same reason he gave for putting it in there, exactly why he got it. First of all, look, man, not to sound like an old fogey, but can I tell y'all something, people? Please. If you get your hands on $24 million, mm-hmm. come on. Do you know what you can do for yourself? Mm-hmm. But, that ain't got but nothing to do with a diamond. In your forehead. But let me do ask you know this, the homes you could own? Do you know the funds you could set up for your future? Do you... Do you do you understand how you could travel? Do, do, I, I can't. Twenty four million for something to sit in your forehead that is of no value sitting there. It's man. That's you saying. No. Do you know? But do you know if my cousin see this diamond, he gonna reach for it? <laughs> 
Do you know that? No. I'm just trying to tell you. Do you know? Tommy, if my cousin yeah. see this damn diamond, he reaching for that one. I know I'm because sorry. you talking about Cecil. If yeah. Cecil see his ass, he, he getting got. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now. Deal. Partner. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, it, it, it ain't no way you going through certain hoods and, now you, and they know you got 24 million stone. But because it's too... You got to understand, he's 26 years old with that kind okay, of Okay, that's fine. But, but, but when my said, cousin see you and surely, my cousin pull out these needle nose pliers, that's it. He said... <laughs> I, hear, I hear what you're saying. No, surely. He said he put it in layaway, uh-huh. which means he don't have 24 available. Right. Yeah, yeah, people with oh. available money, I know rich people. You don't got to do that. But I'm saying, what I'm saying you. is that 20, 26, he's not even thinking on that level, obviously. But surely, this yes. is when you should have gorilla glued the diamond in there. Now, that's what you should have <laughs> did. If you want to make sure it don't come out of there, you should have yeah. gorilla glued that damn diamond in there. Now you straight. You can go. You can get your you some dumb sleep. Ass put gorilla glue on your hair or the back of a $24 million ring. Both y'all just as stupid. <laughs> they should be together, the two of them. They should no, be they together. Shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> I, I, this, man, this dude is just like, yeah. I, I don't even know. I wish I could talk to him. Dollars, man. <laughs> yeah. The uh, jeweler said uh, that Uzi is a trendsetter, and he won't be surprised if it becomes a trend. Uh, we don't think so, Who said sir. that? <laughs> the, the jeweler. His name Uzi, dog. His name is Uzi. All right, so let's move on because it is time for Miss Ann. Come on, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, guys. This is Ann Tripp. Well, the big story, of course, is the weather. Let's get that out of the way. Authorities say that some 2 million people are without power today in Texas alone. Some 20 people have died due to the storm. Four people killed by tornadoes in North Carolina. There are also tornadoes yesterday in parts of Georgia and Florida. It also snows in Chicago the last eight days straight. Now the war begins. Donald Trump is lashing out at GOP Senate leader Mitch McConnell. He's the Senate leader, but he's not the Senate majority leader anymore. McConnell, of course, voted to acquit Trump on Senate impeachment charges, but he made this statement soon after. There's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. No question about it. Well, Trump released a 600-word statement yesterday calling the Kentucky Republican a, quote, dour, sullen, and unsmiling political hack. And he added that the Republican Party can never again be respected or strong with leaders like Senator McConnell at the helm. A former Trump White House official tells Reuters News Service that Trump and McConnell stopped being best buds when McConnell openly declared that Joe Biden had won the presidential election in mid-December, despite Trump's insisting that he won. And now in just one term, the Republican Party has lost the White House and both houses of the Congress. Meanwhile, the U.S. Senate plans to hold its first hearings looking into the January 6th insurrection at U.S. Capitol. They're making a date for that. The Biden administration is pushing to make the federal minimum wage $15 up from about 7 Federal prosecutors say that a white North Carolina man threatened President Biden in a series of disturbing phone calls. 27-year-old David Kyle Reeves has been charged with threatening a president. 
No word if Reeves belongs to any white racist group, but if convicted of threatening a president, Reeves faces up to five years in prison and a quarter of a million dollar fine. By the way, he says he was just expressing his free free right to say whatever and he wanted, you know, whatever. You may want to put down the Quaker Oats for this one after cops in Philadelphia say they arrested a guy finding deep fried body parts in a U-Haul track and a dumpster. The Philadelphia Inquirer says 47-year-old Teray Herring, another person pulled over by cops investing a robbery after searching a truck and then a dumpster. They say they found a dismembered body in a trash bag along with a person's hands and feet that had been deep fried. Finally, a sign of times and rather disgusting. The Los Angeles Police Department's launched an internal investigation after an officer reported a photo of George Floyd used to make a sick and racist Valentine's Day card last week with the caption, you take my breath away, apparently being circulated among cops. The chief there is embarrassed, he says, and disgusted. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is Woman Crush Wednesday and Ash Wednesday as well. Uh, and Sister Odell is in the building. <laughs> She's early. She came in right on cue, didn't she? <laughs> Women's Crush Wednesdays. Yes, ma'am. That's what it is. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Good Sister, morning Odell. Sister Odell. Hello, Thomas. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. How's Good morning. Kate how... doing? Oh, my mother's fine. Fine. How, how I are you? I haven't talked to her in a couple of weeks. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's doing well. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm still taking care of her. That's my job. I'll call as soon as we get off. Well, you does do a good job of taking care of her. She yes, do, she brags on you all the time for what I don't know, but you know, <laughs> at least she takes Sweet. care of it though. Yes, ma'am. She's, she's, she says she's you's a good old boy. You's a good boy. boy. That's good. Okay. Good morning, Shirley. Well, good morning, Sister Odell. How are How you? How are you? Oh, wonderful, I'm... wonderful. What's going on? Well, I, I mean, first of all, before we get to anything, I did want to ask you, how was your Valentine's Day? Girl, it was love. lovely. It just uh-huh. candy. I uh-huh. got candy and flowers from everyone's. Oh, really? Are, are you dating anyone in particular, Sister Odell, these days? Of course. You know, I, always, I keep some man, you know. <laughs> Who are you dating, Sister Odell? Uh-huh. Al Sharpton's daddy. <laughs> Al Sharpton's what's, daddy? What's his mm-hmm. name? Big Al. <laughs> Big Al. Mm-hmm. Oh, Big Al. Okay. <laughs> so he's the one that gave you the candy and the flowers? He, yes, yes, yes. Gave me candy and and uh, roses. Got yes, them from that company you did on the commercial for one eight hundred flowers. One eight hundred. They flowers, was pretty, yes. and he added an extra ten dollars and got twenty nine. Oh, and they were lovely, right? They were. Lovely. I didn't call them. They made a mistake and sent thirty two, but I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I figured they was making enough. They ain't gonna miss four flowers. I still wasn't finna send it back. That's for sure. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm I'm glad you had a good, lovely, and was it romantic your Valentine's Day? No, not really. Just you know, uh-huh. sent the flowers and everything. You know. Uh huh. I was I wasn't really in home, you know, cause I got mm-hmm. the vaccine, you know, cause I'm an essential worker. Oh, oh you got the shot. I, I didn't know you were an okay. essential worker, Sister Odell. I saved souls, Shirley. Oh, well, that is essential. Oh, that is essential. Now, if that, that ain't essential, I went out and I ain't even signed up. I just told her, I'm essential. <laughs> they said, well, what is you doing? I said, I saved souls. <laughs> they said, well, when, well, that's not essential. I tell me something more essential than getting to heaven. If I don't get this shot, you probably going to go to hell. She <laughs> then on gave me the shot. <laughs> 
<laughs> Came back 21 <laughs> days later, same woman. She said, I know, just come on. Yeah, come on, you're essential, you're essential. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, that's a good thing. Well, well thank you, Sister Odell. Uh, we appreciate no it. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, uh, we got to tell you what's going then down with the LAPD. We'll talk about it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office is investigating several LAPD officers after they allegedly, get this guys, circulated a Valentine's Day card with George Floyd's picture on it and the words, you take my breath away. Now, this was to mock the final hours of George Floyd's life as a Minneapolis police officer knelt on his neck and repeatedly cried out, George Floyd did, I can't breathe. Um, I mean, what a horrible story. What a horrible thing to do. George Floyd's family released a statement to the LAPD saying this is beyond insult on top of injury. It's injury on top of death. The type of callousness and cruelty within a person's soul needed to do something like this evades comprehension and is indicative of a much larger problem within the culture of the LAPD. We demand that everyone who was involved is held accountable for their revolting behavior and that an apology be issued to the family immediately. Amen to that. I just, you know, the people... The, the spirit of some people, man, is really sickening. You know, like I'm, I get tired of hearing people now say, this is not our country. Yeah. Our country's better than this. No, this is the country we live in. Yeah. This Ask is exactly, we'll this know. is exactly <laughs> who this country is. Mm-hmm. It's not th- those people that climbed the Capitol wall. That's who this, a big part, that's a part of this country. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody. But that and that is a part of our Quite country. A few, though. This, yeah. this Quite a sickness few, though. that pervades the internet is a part of our culture. Yeah, the KKK. It's That's a part of our country. Yeah, I mean, you know, that. when you see this sickness, when people walk in churches and kill people, when walk in schools mm-hmm. and kill mm-hmm. people, it's it's not who we are. Okay, then why it keep happening? Right. Mm. You know, we don't we, want to admit that that is a part of what this country is about, but that is the deal. You know, we don't want to admit that we need uh, real gun laws. We don't want to admit because we have this stupid thing called the Constitution that we think is such a righteous document that allows for this president that got away with inciting this riot is because they read one word in the Constitution. You can impeach a president. But then they went to, he's no longer the president. Right, we right. ain't got to do it. We constitutionally can't do it. And they jumped through that loophole. Mm-hmm. Just not like they jumped through this loophole of, not all of them, just 10. Mm-hmm. 10. But, 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 you know, uh, uh, another thing, you know, you, 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 you sit up and you say we should have freedom of speech. But if your freedom of speech hurts, kills, defiles another human being, That's why should free. you have the freedom? Right. Yeah. You know, and they, they use that in President Trump defense. Mm-hmm. It's the freedom of speech. What? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. But now, Kathy Griffin. Uh, uh, oh, the comedian. When yeah, she had the says head. what she said about Trump. Yeah. And does this what she thinks of funny. How it's showing his head uh, cut off. Cut now, off the bloody. FBI visit her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it ruins George Lopez yeah. does a joke about it. Mm-hmm. 
the FBI visits him. But now when he do his freedom of speech that causes deaths, yep. he off. Right. Hmm. And even the people they arrested say they got their orders from Trump. Exactly uh, right. This is the country we live in. Yeah. It's a part of it. It's not everybody, no, but it's, it's an not. element. It's like half, you know, it's almost like the half who voted for Biden. Those are not those people. You know, it's just we're divided. We're just divided. We're completely with the divided. the hatred and the, but you know, everybody the that voted for Trump is not that way. No. They're just you know, Republicans. But Trump took the Republicans to a whole nother oh, level. He, yeah. oh, he, he created he another bought group out the within dirt. the Republicans. Yeah. He bought, he bought out the dirt the dirty yeah. side of the Republican yeah. Party. He really did. He really, really did. Uh, glad he's gone. Uh, do not look forward to him trying to run in 2024, but they are gearing up for 2022. You know, they are gearing up for that to try to get more Republicans in the House and, and Senate <clears throat> in the House. All right. Coming up next, the prank phone call. The nephew is here with the prank phone call right after this. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up right about four minutes after the hour, um, as always, it's my strawberry letter for today. Uh, the subject is, I don't think we're really cousins. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. We'll get into it. Don't worry. We'll get into it. You don't want to be. You don't want to <laughs> be. All right. We'll get but into it. you know it. you are. <laughs> but right now, <laughs> the nephew is here with today, today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I got Repo Man, Shirley. I got Repo Man. Everybody's had a repossession at some point or another in your life. You had something. You walked outside in your driveway and it was gone. You know how. <gasps> it's happened. It's happened. Already you walked late. out there like, what? I know goodness and doggone well I park it right here. Repo Man. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? I'm trying to reach a please. This hell? How are you? My name is uh, Robert. I'm with the... Uh, Collection agency, you do own a uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck, am I correct? Yeah. Okay, we don't show that we've had any payments uh, within the last, I guess, about three, close to four months now. And we want to try and stop having to come in and repossess it. Maybe we give you a chance to uh, bring your payment in, but we haven't had a payment from you in about four months, sir. No, I just want to pay my truck. No, I had changed from financial. I'm with the other, um, the other bank. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember them no more. Yeah, I've been paying all the time. It's direct deposit from our account. I ain't worried about that. Well, uh, I'm with they've they've turned you over to, to us. I'm with uh, collection agency, and we haven't gotten anything from. I don't, I don't show any uh, any paperwork here on the computer at all that we've had any payments made within the last four months. So that's why they. No, I've been paying it. I don't, I don't know how they turned it over to y'all without my permission. They can't never turn my my uh, my tires and my truck over to y'all and pay y'all. I don't even know y'all. Well, I understand that, sir. What happens is if you haven't paid it in a certain amount of time, it actually comes over to the collection agency, and that's what they've done. They've actually sent it over to us, uh, and they've given us uh, pretty much all the information on you. I guess it's a uh, goldish type of color, uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck, from my understanding. Am I correct? Yeah, that's my truck. Okay. Uh, now, what I'm going to need from you today, Jeremy, is for you to come in uh, and make a payment to us this evening for four months so we can so. So we don't have to come in and repossess your truck. And I don't want to have to do that. But I, if I have to send a wrecker out there to you, I have your address on file as well. I don't want to have to send anybody out to pick it up. Hey, hold on, partner. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Y'all not coming in my truck, and I'm not paying y'all for, for no four months. 
I've been paying my truck note all time every month. That's a done deal. Sir, I don't want to get in a back and forth with you, but I'm telling you exactly how it's going to go. Now, I'll come out there and repossess it myself, but I'm telling you. Hey, um, look, 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 partner, slow down. Look, that's not, that's not even um, where we got to go with that. Don't be, you don't need to be screaming and fussing and, and chaotic and come get it yourself and all that stuff. You ain't on my truck my truck that's gonna be that all right wait, 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 hang on let's back up because i'm a man just like you man what do you mean it's gonna that's gonna be that what are you saying what are you what are you what are you saying to me son i'm, 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 I'm telling you look son look i'm telling you that i, I, I pay my truck note and and that's a final i, I don't know i don't know who you is. Well, let's get I, i've already stated to you before i'm with an agency and let's get one thing straight you don't tell me i tell you now hey come you, on. hey, hey. Dude, calm down. We're on the phone. It, it don't make no sense talking, you know, um, over the phone and whatnot. You can come. You can come get the truck. My truck right here at work. I'm right here. You can come. You can come try to get my truck. You can come over here. Sure, I'm already aware of where you work and the whole nine yards. Now, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be as uh, cordial with you as I can. Now you can. I'm telling you, you haven't paid anything. That's what I'm telling you. I've got it listed on the computer. You've been turned over, an agency, and you haven't done it. You haven't done a thing. Well, you stupid. You, you, you raising your breath, screaming and hollering over the phone like that, because that ain't going to do me or, me or you no good. But you ain't getting no money from me, and you ain't coming to my truck. Well, matter of fact, you could come to my truck. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in my truck and I'm going to wait on you. What time are you going to be there? It doesn't make any difference, sir. You're going to get repossessed tonight if I don't get four months payment. Brought, definitely. If I don't get four months payment brought into me, the collection agency, your truck will be taken care of. Dude, before hold on, hold on. Listen, man, hold on. Try to fetch with me. you kind of kind of serious. Go on my truck. Hey, let's stop screaming at me over this phone, partner. You quit cursing at me. That's what's wrong with you, man. What? Look, you know what? I'm at the point. I don't give a about this job. I'm ready to come kick your. That's what I'm ready to do. Call him back, cat. <laughs> Hello. I don't need a little scared hanging up the phone. You stand here like a man and you handle your problems. Hey, hold on. I'm at work. I can't be dealing with that. I'm at work too, doing my job the same way you're doing yours. Hey, well, well, make your money, do, do your job. Come get the truck. I got one more thing I want to say to you before you go. Are you listening? No, I'm listening. What you, what you say, partner? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by. <laughs> 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 no, you got you got all my teeth trembling. <laughs> You are, you are all right, man. <laughs> nah, I'm not all right. I'm on, I'm on top of this roof, man. I'm, I'm talking to my coworkers. I'm upset. <laughs> yeah. You got me about to jump on this roof trying to get to my truck. She told me. Oh, she told man. me, man. She said, that boy loved that truck. Yeah, that's my truck, man. I love my, that's my, my only transportation, man. That's too much for the work. Don't I hear you. Hey, man. Oh, man, you got my truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, bro. You got it pretty good. <laughs> hey, I got to add. I got to ask you, man, tell me, brother, what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, no doubt. Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> did I you get him? Yeah, you did. He sounded a little bit like Junior to me. <laughs>
<laughs> when he got really I think mad. If, I think if I remember, he, I think he knew Orleans. I think he, he Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was crazy. What you think, Steve? <laughs> well, I understand where you're coming from. I yes. had a car mean that much to me. get my truck. Especially when I lived in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not only was it your transportation, it was your home. Yeah. And they was looking sure. for it, too. Mm, mm. So you had to park. How many times you been? How many, you been repo before? How many times you been repossessed on? Uh, just once. Now how many times you didn't dodge? How long have you dodged it? Just let me ask that question. Two years? Oh, you were skillful. Two I years. I lived in it. Yeah. So you had to park somewhere different all the time then. I catch the bus home. I had a bike rack put on the back of it, so I could park it somewhere and ride the bike home. <laughs> then ride the bike back to it. <laughs> go to work, park it somewhere else. You do better painting, dog. Bike over there. No, I ain't had it. No wonder you were in shape. <laughs> oh, I was outstanding. <laughs> and, and back then, Shirley, black people they had no bike rack on the back of their car. <laughs> you were very creative, Steve. Dog, I park at a friend's house. Uh-huh. Wake uh-huh. up, couldn't remember where the hell my car was. <laughs> Dog, you going to come get your car to the driveway so I can go to work? Oh, I done went to the wrong house. Oh. <laughs> wow, Steve. Wow. What was all in there? What well, did you have know. in you? I'm going to close and stuff. I mean, you know, just a little stuff. Uh-huh. I was, I was, I was just financially wasn't fit there. But when I lived in it, uh-huh. I just drove out of state. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> And wow. you know, this was before you had all you had to have was license plates. Mm-hmm. They hadn't come up with the sticker system yet. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay, wow. So, well, I so was your now. was wow. your plates? So was your plates really your plates, or they, was they Sometimes. plates? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean exactly? I know, it's, it's, but what well, does it I mean? had like three Ohio tags in my car. <laughs> So even if they did find the car, it may. So you have three different license plates in the car. Like if I stole gas, uh huh, and I think they saw me, uh huh, I go a little bit and change the tags. Okay, uh, let's get out of here. Um, (laughs) We'll be back with more of the statute of limitations up on all that, Shirley. Don't even. This is why you can't hold no public office. I know, right? Uh -uh. (laughs) Strawberry letter coming up. I don't think we're really cousins. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and just click Submit Strawberry Letter. And we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Okay? Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I don't think we're really cousins. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, in high school, I liked a girl and she liked me. We talked on the phone and hung out together all the time, and her mom and my mom were close too. So she always was at my house or I was at hers. By the time we graduated from high school, we were even closer, and I told her that I wanted her to be more than my friend. She's always been really close to her mom and tells her everything, So she told her mom that she and I were dating. Her mom told her that I was her cousin. When she told me we were related, I I felt strange because 
We had kissed a few times. We never questioned it, though. We stopped dating and remained very close cousins. We still did everything together and told each other everything. And by the time we were in our mid-20s, we had both had a bunch of bad relationships and always ended up back together. I realized that I loved my quote-unquote cousin, and she's a perfect woman for me, so I finally asked my mom if we were really related. My mom said we're related somewhere down the line, but there is no way for us to find out now because all of the older relatives are deceased. I told my mom that I'm in love with her and I want to be with her. My mom told me to follow my heart. I couldn't wait to tell my cousin how I really felt, and I was relieved when she told me she's been in love with me forever. Since then, we've made love a few times, and I asked her to marry me. She wants to do a search of our family tree first. I don't think we're cousins, and this is only postponing our happiness. Should we search for answers or not? Hmm. Well, I'm with you on this one. I, I don't know. I, I just don't believe your guys are cousins. I don't believe. I think maybe, you know, her mom told her that because she didn't want you guys dating for whatever reason. And, you know, I, I don't want you guys, not because I don't want it to be true or anything. I, I just don't believe your mom, both of them are, are telling the truth. Even your mom said you were related somewhere down the line. She didn't even know. Uh, and she said there's no one in your family to validate it. But, I mean, there are ways you can search to find out. It's just, I don't know, suspicious the way they handled everything and the way they told you. Uh, and for that very reason, yes, I think you should find out if you're related. I think you should do the search. I mean, knowledge is power. The truth will set you free. What if you want to have children down the line? Uh, you know, this is something you should know, whether or not you're related. Uh, there's a lot to consider. You you need the facts so you can make an informed, a clear-headed, right decision, and nothing just based on your emotions like your mom told you just to follow your heart. Uh, it sounds like you don't care, though, if your cousins are not. And it, it, your mom certainly doesn't care. But your girl wants to know, and it's important to her. Uh, so I think you should do the search. And, you know, whatever you guys find out, let the chips fall, you know, where they may. Um, I don't think you're really cousins. I, I don't know. And, and if you find out that you're not, then you can move forward. Steve? Well, this is a short response for me because mm -hmm. I don't even understand. There's no advice to give in this letter like... <laughs> You don't normally have sections where I mm -hmm. break down what somebody mm -hmm. said and what the other person said. It's none of that in here. And he just wants to know, should they search? That's his question well, anyway. It ain't about that. To me, <laughs> if, if your mother, if the woman that she's really close to and y'all been over each other's house, if that ain't your mother's sister and, and that woman that's not your mother's sister, this girl that you're dating, and okay, let, let me put it. The you're woman and your mama are not sisters. Right, right, right. And right, right. then uh -huh. her daughter is the woman you love. Mm -hmm. That ain't your cousin. So now that's established right there. Come now, this y'all cousin somewhere down the line, uh -huh. black people know what's happening. Yeah, how far I don't is give the a line? damn if all of them is dead. Black people know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Now, what didn't happen is mm -hmm. one of the men in the family mm -hmm. strayed off somewhere, had a child out of wedlock, and one of your aunts or mamas is them. Mm -hmm. 
Now, nah, everybody dead stuff. Y'all got Bibles. Open uh-huh. up them old Bibles and read who who. The you ain't going to see tree. your name in there. Well, now, once you don't see your name, this is an open and shut case. They know all, all the old people dead. Well, how, how, man. So what are we talking about here? So I don't really think it's a case of. I don't think they're kidding. If you do the search, what you going to find? You're not going to find anything. And you already You're in love with the girl. She in love with the girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, she in love with you. I mean, what? At least Come they would on, y'all. What if they want kids? They're too far down the line for that to affect anything you're saying? I, I think Probably. they're way, way down the line. Mm. I don't How even far know if they're down the line. Once removed, yeah, Let me tell you something. That. If it was something dangerous, the boy's mother would not have said, follow your heart. But the other mother was the one that said they're cousins. I think she said it because she didn't want them to date. She just said that. Well, okay, tell her mama. Ask her, ask her mama how. But she they can't did even, she it. She can't even tell how these. She can't even tell how these other two is related. The two women. What's their relationship? They're just they're they're just really close. It only, only okay. Well, that ain't your cousin. Really yeah. But they did it. <laughs> you do know they did it, right? Yeah, it's in the letter. They said it in the letter. Yeah, it's in the letter. Okay, we'll have part so two of Steve's ain't response no turning coming, back. Up, coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, I don't think we're really cousins. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's interesting strawberry letter. Subject, I don't think we're really cousins. All right. This guy was in high school. He liked a girl, mm-hmm. and they, she liked him. They talked mm-hmm. on the phone, hung out together all the time. Yeah. Her mom and my mom were close too. So she was always at my house. Mm-hmm. Never once in this letter does it say her mom and his mom was related. Mm-mm. By the time they graduated high school, we were even closer. Mm. I told her I want to be more than friends. She's always been really close to her mom and tells everything. So she told her mom. She and I were dating. Her mom told her I was her cousin. But your mama ain't related to this to, to the boy's mama. Mm-mm. They're just close. So now where that come from? When she told me we related, I felt strange because I had kissed a few times. We never mm-hmm. questioned it though. We stopped dating and remained close. Everything together. Then they went through a bunch of bad relationships and always ended up back together. And then he said, I realize I love my cousin. And she's perfect woman for me. So this dude go and ask his mom if they really related. The mother said, y'all related somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. But ain't no way to find out because all the old relatives are dead. Well, you can find somewhere out. Down the line, what? Well, okay, what is we talking about this for? I told my mom that I'm in love with her and I want to be with her. My mom told me to follow my heart. Mm. So then he ran and told the girl, who is he thinks his cousin, how he really felt. And he was relieved when she told me she'd been in love with me forever. Mm-hmm. Well, then since then, they'd have made love a few times. Yeah. And I asked her to marry me. Yeah. She wants to do a search of our family tree first because she don't want to come up and get embarrassed, you know. 
Then uh, half these people you think is dead gonna show up at the wedding. Mm. <laughs> well, ain't this strange? <laughs> you know, I'm uh, Esther's uh, Esther and Gertrude's niece. I'm your on Bartholomew's like side. Yeah. They all have old slave ass names and everything. Bartholomew. <laughs> uh huh. Frederick. You know, Frederick was your uncle, great 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 uncle. Frederick. Frederick Douglass. <laughs> Boy, you got Afro just like him. You're be okay. <laughs> so she now. wants to do a search and mm-hmm. to think. And he said, I don't think we're cousins. And this is only postponing our happiness. Should we search for answers or not? Okay, let me explain something to you, son. When you get through searching, it ain't going to change one thing you feel about this girl. Come on, boy. When you get through searching, it ain't going to erase the fact that y'all in love with each other and y'all been together. Mm. It ain't going to erase nothing, no matter what the search say. Mm-hmm. And if you find out you somewhere way down the line, how far down the line is it? Now, how many people got to die? <laughs> Dave. <Before> well, you <laughs> all your evidence is dead. <laughs> down, the, down the line is dead. <laughs> But your mother and her mother ain't even related. So what yeah. are y'all talking about? See, I yeah, think I her mother didn't want them to date because immediately when she told them that, they stopped dating. If there's no relation between the two friends, mm-hmm. well, that could be happening because maybe they just friends and the two kids is in other families. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, it, that's a possibility. I, you know, that that's why I don't think their cousins. I don't think it'll hurt anything to do the search. Cause but see, the problem with that is we're talking about two mothers, though. See, once you have mothers involved, and they know you ain't in the family. Mm. What you mean? This like this woman mm-hmm. is the mother of the boy. The, the one other that said, mother, follow your heart, uh-huh. is the mother of the girl. Right. So how are these two kids related? How? Am I missing it, something? It could be through. Could it be through marriage? I don't know. Through I, I marriage, try to figure it maybe out too. the two women were married to the yeah. same it, it brothers or some mar- or, or I, yeah. friends. That could happen, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're. I just don't think they're related. The, What's the that way. test you take? Did we have that test one time? What is the name of that thing? Ancestry.com. Ancestry, That's yeah. it right there. Uh-huh. Ancestry. Oh, I just did one. I just did a test. <laughs> I just did it. I've had people side. do mine for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You don't have to have living relatives, you know, so his mom said everybody's dead to prove yeah. whether or not they're I can you find can stuff on my mother's side, yeah. but it goes back to my father and it stops. Oh. So if down the line ain't here, you can still find out what's going on. Yeah. He love her, though. What's, oh, what's yeah. going to happen and if that's his too? Yeah. Yeah. She loves him. She wants, she's the one that wants to know. I mean, you do have to consider which, which children is smart. and all of that. That's smart. Yeah, though. you have that's to consider children and everything. You know? <laughs> Are you out, Steve? You done? Well, I <laughs> told you, I'm through it. with it. Yeah. <laughs> Because you got awfully quiet right there. Yeah, yeah, these kids hard to raise anyway. Go on and have them. Ain't that the truth? You said a mom. Hell yeah, you're going to have a situation with them if ain't nothing wrong with them. (laughs) 
Yes, Lord. All right, listen, guys. You can leave your comments on today's letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, we'll have some headlines and some trending topics, uh, and we'll do that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, we've all heard by now that on Saturday, the U.S. Senate voted to acquit Donald Trump in his second impeachment trial. Uh, This came one month and a week after the deadly insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Now Donald Trump and attorney Rudy Giuliani are being accused of conspiring in the far uh, with the far right groups, Proud Boys and Oath Keepers to incite the insurrection. A civil lawsuit now was filed on yesterday, Sir, on Tuesday. Hold up, though. Let me ask Rudy and Trump, they still friends? <laughs> Even though Trump hasn't paid them? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You don't pay me. We ain't really friends. Uh-uh, right at all. Uh, we're no longer friends. Um, anyway, I, w- I was saying a civil lawsuit was filed on Tuesday in federal court by uh, Democratic Representative Benny Thompson, okay? Thompson points to Trump's words and tweets in the days before the insurrection, accusing Trump of mobilizing supporters to attack Congress in an attempt to prevent Congress from certifying the 2020 election results. Trump will be subject to discovery and depositions, which may potentially expose details and evidence that weren't released during uh, his Senate impeachment trial. So they're still trying to make someone pay for, you know, all the damage and the deaths and everything that happened on January 6th in the Capitol, which is a good thing. You know, a lot of people said they may have um, more uh, luck, let's say, in the courts than they would in the Senate. I mean, that's the only way to make this work. Yeah. A civil is just like, you know, you've got, it's it's a different, it's a different set of laws when you file Mm -hmm. something civil you can be held accountable for other other levels of accountability yeah. when it's mm-hmm. civil. Example, uh, the O.J. Simpson case. O. Simpson, he exactly. got off with the murder charge, but he lost in the civil court. Right. right. Because it's a different level of yeah. burden of proof. Mm-hmm. And you can go mm-hmm. at it from different things. Yeah. He, still he has to be held accountable for what happened on that day. Yes. And you would think and as we talked about off the air, that since there were so many congressmen and senators' lives at risk, mm-hmm. he has to be accountable. But guess what? Hmm. Them same senators whose life was at risk mm-hmm. voted to acquit him. I know. That's, I that's know. the weird part to me. I know. But they're still holding on to that base. And that's what that's all about. That's the cowardice. Mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Republican leadership. Yeah. Yeah. They're more they afraid be- of Donald Trump than anything. Yeah. And they, they think these votes him. are going to convert. They don't I don't think that I think they misplayed this myself. Yeah, I do too. Well, okay, we're moving on. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we have some sports news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we mentioned at the top of the hour, Junior is out today. The nephew's in for Junior this time. That sounds weird Uh-oh. to say. <laughs> With <Uh-oh>. sports. <laughs> what you got Uh-oh. now? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. You know what? We got some sad news today. We have a 38-year-old former NFL wide receiver, Vincent Jackson, 
was found dead Monday in Brandon, Florida hotel room. Uh, according to the Hillsborough County, Florida Sheriff's Office, Vincent Jackson last played in the NFL in 2016 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Police said there were no apparent signs of trauma and there is an open investigation into the cause of his death. Buccaneers owner and co-chairman Brian Glazer said in a statement that Jackson was a consummate professional and his greatest achievement as a Buccaneer were the four consecutive nominations he earned as our Walter Payton Man of the Year. So our hearts go out to this young man right here, all right? We don't want to, Mr. Vincent Jackson. Now, uh-oh, uh, watch me flip the script. And other sports news, ex-NFL star Pac-Man Jones was arrested early Monday morning in Cincinnati after getting into a huge fight in a bar. TMZ Sports released at the video of the wild bar fight that led to the arrest of 37-year-old Pac-Man Jones. The video shows several people throwing bar stools while bystanders scream for everyone to stop. Oh, yeah, this is bad. It wasn't clear if Pac-Man was throwing bar stools or not, but he was visible in the video as the fight calms down. One witness stated that Pac-Man's entourage left the bar around 1 a.m., and when they tried to return, all right, security wouldn't let them back in, so Pac-Man aggressively pushed his way in and then knocked the security guy out. He also what? allegedly kicked the security guard in the head multiple times before staff before the staff stepped in and broke it all up. Pac-Man was booked on one count of misdemeanor assault. That's what's happening in sports right now. Well, that ain't the only thing happening in sports, and how dare you overlook the grievous sad news that's coming out of the Texans. Let me point this out to you. Not only has the great what? quarterback Deshaun Watson requested a trade. We know that. J.J. Watt. We know that. Has asked to be released by the Texans. The Texans have released J.J. Watt. They have. Your they best have. offensive player gone, your best wide receiver gone, mm-hmm. and now your best defensive player okay. and man of the year. Such a stellar, <laughs> outstanding student. Everybody wants out of Houston right now. What the hell is going on? Let's go down the list. Westbrook okay. is gone. Chris yes. Paul is gone. Yes. James Harden is gone. Yes. D-Hop is gone. D-Hop gone. J.J. Watt is J- gone. J.J. Watt gone, yes. And and Deshaun Watson is gone. We're oh, not well, even going to have a football has not or left. basketball team. Deshaun has not left yet. He, I'm sure Boy, he will be gone. He will. He, gone. he will. Yes, but it has. it's not official yet. He okay, took all the Texan it... stuff, all his Twitter feed and everything. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. What are you holding on let, for? Well, you know what? Let's, 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 let's do this. Where about your team? What is Cleveland doing? Where about that? Cleveland okay. was playing in the playoffs when y'all's ass was at the house. I understand. <laughs> I understand. You're hanging Ain't on to that play. This the first time y'all we been in the playoffs. Well, how this, long? This is all the time I need. How when, dare when, you try to do sports how and then dare I? gloss over <laughs> what's happening with the Texans, that raggedy ass football team. I'm not going to do this with you tonight, man. I'm not going to do this with you this morning, man. I'm not going to do this with you this morning. I'm not. It's the same thing. Okay, don't do it with me this morning. Okay. Don't. All I'm saying is is this. Worry about Cleveland. Let me figure out what we going to do with these Texans. Let you figure it out. (laughs) What is you going to do? He's the 
coach. You ain't got no money to keep nobody down Shirley, there. Shirley, you ain't got no business being in sports anyway. Be quiet right now. You need okay? to get your money together Whatever. and go over funny. there and, and buy a damn generator and quit worrying about the damn Texans. <laughs> All right, thank you for sports, nephew. Coming up, more trending news. We'll be back in 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A brutal winter storm has hit a huge portion of the country, dumping large amounts of snow. If you've been watching the news, you've been seeing below freezing temperatures, icy conditions all over. Millions of homes are without electricity. And the icy roads led to pileups on the highways around the country. Also, a deadly tornado ripped through southeastern North Carolina late Monday night, uh, causing major devastation and claiming three lives, sad to say. Uh, So we're just asking that you guys please stay safe, you know, as you wait for power to be restored in your homes. Uh, Tommy, you know something about that firsthand. I do, I do. Uh, power's gone out several times in my house. Um, mm-hmm. Power, water has gotten really, really low. The mm-hmm. um, the roads are really bad. You, you, you don't know what's slippery. You think you know, and, and that, you know, that's what they call black ice, man. Black people ice, out there, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. people out there driving and, you know, you see people who got their hazards on and they're scared and they're just trying to get somewhere. You know, I'm assuming it's something that you, you got to get to. Mm-hmm. And and people are driving, you know, trying to be careful. And then somebody come up on the side of you, hit it. They hauling 60, 65 miles an hour. You're like, are you kidding me right now? Are mm-hmm. you seriously driving that fast? Come on, man. If we if we all could just be safe and, and look out for each other, we'd be a lot better. But you That's got right. some you got some idiots out there that just do not want to play the safe game. Yeah, and that's true. Please stay safe while you wait for your power. Uh, Contact your support network. Let your people know that you're okay. Check in to see if they're okay. Just be safe. Be safe, please. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for CLO, the Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, the CLO, as the nephew calls him. You ready, sir? I know you are. All right. Lakeisha in Hampton, Virginia says, I'm in my late 20s and my best friend and I bought a home together. Her boyfriend moved to our city a month ago and he's been staying with us. She said it would only be for a week, but he's still here. He's chipped in financially and that's all fine and good, but I don't want his money and I don't want him to get comfortable here. I told my best friend he's got to go and she said it's her home too and it's okay for him to stay another month if he needs to how can i get him to leave asap please advise well i don't think you can Mm -hmm. because you all own the home equally you have no agreement that you can't have guests overnight guests you have nothing in place that says how long you should have guests so i don't see how you can make him leave on another note right who you buys a house with their best friend? This, what right, the is this hell? normal? Yeah, you, this is why you don't do things like this. Man, <laughs> this is probably the biggest purchase of your life, and you do yeah. it not with your fiance, not with your husband, but with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And all y'all want to have other lives. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can, right, I don't know how you can get them leave. And her best friend, CLO, is correct. It's her house, too. So. Right, that's the deal. So yeah, how do you make somebody do? Right, it's my house and mm-hmm. I live here. So you're not <laughs> going to be able to get him to leave until they're ready for him to go. And 
he might stay forever. All right, uh, Felicia. Start walking around naked, though. (laughs) I'm just telling you, start walking around naked. It helps. Felicia in Charlotte says, my husband and I have been married for eight years and he recently got an SUV with cameras in the headrest for our four and six-year-old to watch movies when they take road trips. Yesterday, he drove me to get coffee and as soon as he cranked up and plugged in his phone, I heard sex sounds coming from the TVs. God! Yes, he started fumbling to turn it off and he turned bright red. He said it must be a glitch in the entertainment system. I think he had a woman back there watching porn. Am I jumping to conclusions? Stupid. God. Wait a minute. But you said it was connected to his phone. Yeah, he plugged. Yeah, as soon as he cranked up the car and plugged in his phone, she heard the sounds. Well, I mean, that's Bluetooth, I think. Uh I don't know if it has Uh anything to do with him having a woman back there watching porn. I'm thinking he's got porn on his phone and the Bluetooth picked it up and ran it through the system. I mean, you know, because unless you have that stuff downloaded in your car somewhere, I don't see how that can be. It's the Bluetooth is what comes into play to me. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day on this Wednesday. Um, Again, we got to tell everyone to be safe out there. If you're, you know, somewhere where the weather's really bad and it's black ice out there, all of that, it's really cold. Yeah, Tommy managed to uh, get somewhere to do his show from uh, Houston. But, you know, what we've been doing because of COVID is having everybody do it from home. And so... Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's getting on planes, so Carla Jr., they out. Yeah. Tommy got rich friends, so, you know. Stop that. Well, He's you got do. a rich uncle. <laughs> you know, he got rich friends, so he went over one of their rich-ass house, and they got <laughs> whole radio set up in their house. So who the hell that is? But, you know, so I'm he working. On <laughs> he on the air tonight. You know, the Chateau. Chateaus is around other Chateaus, so, <laughs> you know. Ain't, ain't like you can just have the projects and then a chateau and then some apartment buildings. You know, it don't work like that. Anyway, be safe out there, please. And be today safe. is also Ash Wednesday, by the way. Yeah, it's Ash Wednesday. Um, Ash Wednesday? Beca- What'd you say? You know I Ash said Wednesday Ash. Because, you know, and Monica put that in the show because, you know, she's Catholic. And yeah. She got Ash. She had to leave. You, you getting the thing put on your... They put a bigger one on Monica's forehead. They say they putting them on with uh, with Q-tips, Q-tips this Q-tips year. This year because of COVID. COVID. Yeah, because of COVID. Well, on Monica's forehead, they're going to use a paintbrush. <laughs> Would you oh. stop? And why are you saying that? I know why you want to say Because the size that. of her forehead, you know. <laughs> you put a Q-tip up there, you're going to just think she frowning. <laughs> you know. So, so unless she put stop. them bangs on her forehead, it's just... She do have a big forehead. I didn't notice that. And you got... <laughs> Okay, should we go down the list of what everybody has? All right. You got big eyes. Mm, right, right after the forehead. <laughs> you got a high butt. If, if you put all our worst features no, on no, one uh, on one body, you had Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are cute. Okay, whatever. let me let me go down the line. Okay, Monica's forehead, Shirley's big eyes. Let's see what we're gonna take from you. On You're a high you got butt. A lot. You got, Don't okay, leave that out. 
All right, my hot butt. Now, what part of Uncle Steve you going to take? Pick. Lips or nose. Pick. Whichever one. Ooh. I say lips. Pick the lips. Yeah. Lips. Big lips. Okay. Okay. And let's go with your profile, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> We already got my butt, okay? We're going to keep moving. Well, we can't see your high ass until you turn sideways. <laughs> okay, so wait. Let's picture this person, though. Okay, big forehead, big eyes, big lips. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get it drawn up. Watch. And a Watch high me. butt. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy sounding. Now, we got to get Junior and Carla's features. Let's see. Let's see. Be careful. Junior got good hair. I like Junior hair. We're going to put Junior hair on there. What he has left of it, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Good hair in places. <laughs> We're going to put it's that It's time on for there. him to let go and let God. <laughs> Man. Won't he do it? Yeah. And he has a high voice, so you got to put that in there when you You got to put the high voice in. Okay. Yeah. What y'all going to pick from Carla? Oh, uh, let me think. Let me think. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to have a, a pair of keys in her hand because she'll a a car. We're going to have that in there. Okay. So let's let's right. just use her criminal record. <laughs> okay. Her... <laughs> she does not have a criminal record. That's what y'all have. <laughs> <laughs> all her stuff is allegedly. Everything uh, is allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> That's going to be a crazy looking person. <laughs> That's going to be one crazy person. When you person get it drawn me. up, yeah. <laughs> The South is going through right now, you know. And the biggest thing I don't think y'all know about it, pipes are bursting in all these houses. Oh, That's wow. what's really going on. Pipes are mm-hmm. bursting. So you got people that, especially if you got upstairs, downstairs, water just, you know, once a pipe bursts, that's it. And, and then yeah. especially if you don't know how to turn it off, it's really mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not good right now in Texas. We had pipe burst in our house one time, and we were out of our house for a year. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe a it. A year. Yeah. A whole year for them to fix it because they have to go inside the walls. It happened. You got to pull kitchen. out all the sheetrock. All the sheetrock. We were out of town. What happened in the kitchen? And we were out of town for a weekend. Mm-hmm. So that means the water just kept going. Down, down, down. Our kitchen's on the third floor mm-hmm. of our house. Really? Okay, let's go back to that right there. See, this way, a lot of folks were relating with you when the house, when the pipe burst. It turned when you got to the third floor, and your kitchen was the on the third. The kitchen's on the third floor? See, it, third. It, that's when it turned. We were with that's you. We were with you. When the pipe busted, we were with you. It's, when you told, <laughs> when you said the kitchen was on the, the third kitchen, floor. Go ahead. Go, no, no, the go kitchen ahead, go ahead, is the main level of the house. Mm. It's on the main mm. level. That's the third. The living room, dining room, all that. Mm. But, but that's the you, third level, though. But right? it's two levels under that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how many levels above that? Two more. Mm-hmm. That's five. You you doing the math with me? See, your busted pipes, we not going to accept them when, when we talk that's about That's what the insurance company said. <laughs> 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 Sir, what? They <laughs> <laughs> sent that man out. He went, oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy, Steve. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I saw your Instagram uh, for Valentine's, you and Marjorie. That was so sweet. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) I surprised her. I flew into Aspen. 
Uh-huh. And, and you surprised. really did surprise her because... Oh, she had she, no clue. She jumped on you like Whitney jumped on Bobby that time he got out of jail. Jesus. <laughs> <When> he... <laughs> can we not be... Can we not use that as a convention? I don't want to compare that. that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> hey, mind you good people. She boy. can't she sing and I ain't drunk. <laughs> Thompson, our special guest tomorrow. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.